your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 213 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. It is Monday, and the NHL draft is upon us. To celebrate the occasion, a bunch of us Locked On hosts got together last week for a giant Zoom call to go ahead and just do a mock draft of the first 10 picks this year. It's going to be a two-parter, and so without any further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and play part one for you guys right now. Part two will be Tuesday's episode, and then we'll be doing a bunch more draft talk as this week progresses. We'll see how the Rangers do. We'll talk about the players that they drafted, who they might have passed on, anything else that comes up uh, during the two-day NHL draft event. So once again, part one of our conversation with the other Locked On hosts, the mock draft for the 2020 NHL draft. Enjoy. So it is time for the draft. And while we are not, you know, in the war rooms of all of the NHL teams, we don't have Gary Bettman here to boo at. I guess that I, I guess I'm the, the Gary Bettman. Please don't boo uh, me. I, oh, no. <laughs> uh, we, we're going to do our own locked on NHL draft. And so today we have most of the top 10 draft picks uh, re- represented here on, on the show. And we're going to just jump right into it. You're going to hear from each of our teams about who they want to draft, where they're from. We're going to get some discussion, some fighting, maybe some trades. Who knows? It'll get exciting as we uh, get into it. So we're just going to start the draft clock right away. And we're going to head to the New York Rangers. We have John Chick, host of Locked on Rangers. You are on the clock. Who are you going to pick? All right, with the number one overall pick of the 2020 NHL Draft, the New York Rangers select Alexi Lafreniere from Ramuski Oceanic of the QMJHL. So this is really a no-brainer, the no-brainer to end all no-brainers, really. I've yet to see a single mock draft where he's not the number one pick. Uh, if you're the Rangers, this is not the time to get cute or throw everybody a curveball. Rangers are a team that has a lot of difficult decisions to make this offseason. Uh, there's never a bad year to have the first overall pick in the draft, but this is the year you really want to have it. By all accounts, he's head and shoulders above pretty much everybody. And he's put up just complete video game numbers in the QMJHL. Uh, this past season, he averaged more than two points a game, played 52 games, 35 goals, 77 assists, 112 points in just the 52 games. So, yeah, I think that pretty much speaks volumes for the type of player that he is. I also realize that the QMJHL is not the NHL. I don't care if you're doing this in high school, in college, the minors, the NHL, you're 70 and overly, whatever it might be. Those are just phenomenal numbers by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, on top of all that, you know, Lafreniere, he's got all the intangibles, tremendous competitor, tremendous leader, size, speed. There's absolutely nothing not to like here. And I feel like a lot of people on this call probably have more difficult decisions than I have. So I'll keep it kind of short here, and I'll talk to Sarah Agampano of Lockdown Kings. Sarah, you were on the clock. All right. Was that a thumbs up for a comment, Joe, or was that just a comment? That was more of just a, hey, nice pick. (laughs) I like it. All All right. right. (laughs) Yeah, so next up is me with the Kings uh, representing the Los Angeles Kings uh, from 
from the OHL, we're going to go with Quentin Byfield, uh, which I know is going to get some disappointed faces from my senator's friends. But I think that the tantalizing prospect of having Anshe Kopitar Jr., uh, running the center for the Kings for the foreseeable future uh, to get that transition from Kopitar to the next generation of Kings, I think is just too much to pass up. Um, yeah, so I, I think that having Byfield down the center is just too too tantalizing of a prospect to to pass up. They have lots of guys in the system right now who are future centers, but at the end of the day, you can move them to wing. You can uh, adjust their positioning, you're not going to find another Quentin Byfield. So he is my pick at number two for the Los Angeles Kings. And I'm going to toss it to the Ottawa Senators. You guys are on the clock with your first of two picks today. Yeah, so I'll make the third pick. Brandon Pillars here from the Locked On Senators podcast as well. He'll be picking fifth. Um, thanks to the Eric Carlson trade, of course, from a year ago. There was a clause that if San Jose made the playoffs in 2019, which was almost inevitable, to be transferred no matter what in 2020. So they didn't have a choice to move it. Top five pick in the bag. Almost a case of give and take because obviously Ottawa gave up the number four overall pick last year in the Matthew Shane trade. Without further ado, at number three, Tim Stutzla from Mannheim in the German League. And I'd like to preface this by saying we're drafting him as a centerman. He played the left wing this year, playing against men as an 18-year-old. But every year in youth before that, he's a center iceman. That's where he wants to play. And that's the biggest need in the Ottawa Senators organization. So very happy to select Timmy Stutzla. Uh, he's going to be a perfect complimentary piece on a top line that has Brady Kachuk, a guy who can get to the net, because that's the one part of Tim Stutzla's game that might need a bit of work. He's a bit of a more perimeter player, but there's nothing wrong with that when you have hands like him and vision like him. So I see him being a, a 60 assist guy at the National Hockey League level. How many goals is yet to be seen, but thrilled to add him to an already deep prospect pool at center but not that elite talent and we just added it right here all right locked on red wings you are on the clock all right uh well with the fourth pick in the 2020 nhl draft the detroit red wings begrudgingly settle for uh i mean proudly select lucas raymond from Forlunda of the shl at this spot we considered cole perfetti we considered Marco Rossi, because like the Ottawa Senators, the Red Wings are pretty thin at the center position in their prospect pool. So that filled a need. But ultimately, we decided to take the player who we think is going to be the best player available at that position, especially because neither Cole Perfetti or Marco Rossi are guaranteed to fit in at the center position. A lot of uh, places that you know have been scouting, both of those guys said that they end up on the wing. Lucas Raymond, on the other hand, he's a bona fide winger. He's, he does absolutely everything well. He's a fantastic skater. He's got an unbelievable shot. He always makes the right pass. He makes the hard pass look easy, and his hockey IQ is off the charts. Uh, at the end of the day, Raymond is the closest thing to an electrifying talent as the Red Wings are going to find outside of the top three. And when you read these draft guys, uh, you know, elite prospects, Dauber prospects, whoever it may be, they all kind of say – the same thing and that's that the consensus top three in the eyes of you know pretty much what we've been told is not necessarily the consensus top three in terms of scouting and Lucas Raymond very much belongs in that conversation and because we think he gives us the best chance to catch lightning in a bottle at four he's the selection for the Detroit Red Wings. I got one comment and I like the pick he's fourth on on my draft rankings as well but 
with the Steve Eisman connection, I just see him as loving high IQ players. And he drafted a player in Braden Point in Tampa. And I just see so much of Cole Perfetti in Braden Point. Do you think that, I know your pick's Lucas Raymond. Do you think that Eisman could lean Perfetti in that situation? I do. And like you said, there's been a lot of uh, chatter surrounding that. I believe it was the day after the NHL draft lottery. Uh, who's it? Sam Cosentino. I think he said that Perfetti is as much of a lock to Detroit at four as uh, Lafreniere is at one to the Rangers. So I do think that that seems to be the consensus at this point. But as we've seen with Steve Eisenman last year when he jumped up and took Mo Sider at number six overall, shocked the entire draft. Uh, you know, you never really know what he's going to do. All right, so we've got our first kind of surprise of the draft with Detroit. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Roman. Talking about ED isn't easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my bojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com XXX and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL. Today's episode of Locked On Rangers is brought to you by DoorDash. Between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty on your to-do list. Give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and food will be left at your door. DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Ottawa, you are back on the clock for pick number five, your second uh, in this round. Thank you very much, Sarah, and excellent pick by the Detroit Red Wings there. That's going to cause the Ottawa Senators to go to their backup choice at fifth overall, but for a consolation prize, a 52-goal scorer in Jack Quinn from the Ottawa 67s is not too bad at all. And with the selection of Timmy Stutzla, now the Ottawa Senators have that elite top line in Brady Kachuk, Stutzla, and Jack Quinn. And a lot of people 
They might want to harp on Jack Quinn saying it's easy to score 52 goals when you're playing with Marco Rossi. However, he spent most time five on five away from Rossi. They obviously hooked up on the power play, but this is a guy that can drive his own line. And we know the Senators have a lot of other prospects in positions as wingers, especially on the left side. They've got Formanton, Kachuk, lots of talent there. Drake Batherson on the right side, but they're still needing that elite goal-scoring, pure offensive guy to put the puck in the net. And we believe Jack Quinn's going to do that. And he helps because he's a local kid too. Sends love drafting local guys. And his favorite player is Daniel Offertson. So he, he ends up anything like that, we'll be happy. Jack Quinn is one of those guys that have really, you know, has a late birthday kind of on that transition area where, you know, he could have been in probably last year's draft class, kind of an, an older player in this one, really gaining some, some late steam. I think his big thing was skating this year and he really improved upon that. And that's, what's really helped propel him up the, the rankings this year. So uh, I'm probably a little surprised at five, but not a bad pick either with the, with what he's got for uh, with shooting talent. All right. We're already getting a pretty, uh, interesting a little different looking draft board than uh, some project projections have had we're going to head back to the west coast with the anaheim ducks locked on ducks you're on the clock all right so this actually sets up pretty well for the ducks as you guys may be well well aware the anaheim ducks were one of if not the worst power play teams in the entire nhl and that was their biggest problem was offense. They're one of the lowest ranked offenses in the entire NHL. So I figured they need someone that can score. They need someone that is probably projected to be the best shot. So with the sixth pick, I'm, I'm thinking and hoping Alexander Holtz. Yeah, I'm going to go with Alexander Holtz from Sweden. He is from Jurgardens IF from the SHL. One of the elite scores, I think, for Sweden. And he did pretty well on juniors as well. The thing I like about Alexander Holtz is he is a finisher, which is what the Ducks desperately need. He's one of the best pure snipers in the entire draft. Uh, something else that I liked about his talent, uh, he's got good speed. He's a threat anywhere in the offensive zone. You can have a bad angle shot. You could shoot from between the dots. You could shoot from just at the slot. He can make it from pretty much any of those spots. Uh, his release is extremely good. Uh, he can kind of change the angle a little bit on his shot. So that's something that I think defenses are going to have a tough time with. And that's something that goalies are going to have a tough time with. And as far as the Ducks are concerned, look, they don't need a passer. They don't need another playmaker type player because they've got plenty of those. Um, if you guys recall from, God, a year ago now, it's been nine 10 months since the world juniors. And remember, there's a guy coming up that was very well loved. And that was Trevor Zegris. Zegris is bound to come up with the ducks and he's more of a playmaker type player. So if you have that unbelievable shot to go with him, he could be very good for the ducks later on down the line who are going to stray away from some of their aging veterans in particular, Ryan Getzloff, who has one year left and then he could go the way of Corey Perry. Just quickly, since you uh, selected after us, what was is your opinion on Holtz versus Quinn? Did you did that change your decision at all, or did you have Holtz the whole way? I had Holtz the whole way just because of the kind of game that he brings, and I kind of figured that would that the draft board would, would go as it is. I kind of figured. 
that if there's a player that's going to fall into number six, it's going to be Holtz. And I kind of figured the draft has gone how I thought it would go with you guys, honestly. So we're six for six as far as my draft order with regards to everyone else here. So that's who I've had. Plus, watching their power play is a bis- Oh, it's trying. Try watching their power play live and try hearing all the fans under you going, shoot, shoot, shoot. Do you know how many times I heard that this season? Yeah, Holtz's shot will help with that. That's every Minnesota Wild game ever. <laughs> um, just out of curiosity, since you're talking, uh, was Holtz on your radar, Joe? Holtz was definitely on one of those radars. Um, I think he was on our wish list. He was pretty high on our wish list. Um, but uh, I think, you know, especially when you're considering – you know, center prospects and things like that. And uh, I do think that he's one of those, actually he's a winger and more of a forward. I do think that for center prospects, the wild are probably going to lean more center just in that, in that direction a little bit more. But, uh, but Holtz is one of those guys that uh, definitely has that elite talent and, uh, and certainly the, uh, the skating ability to, to do exactly what the wild want uh, out of their, their prospects. Well, there's another reason the ducks want a winger. They're pretty decent on something. They got Getzloff, they got Adam Henrique. They have Sam Steele, who is better than I think people give him credit for. But on the wing, you have Danton Heinen and Carter Rowney. Hmm. Yeah, they need a winger. Bad. And they need a shooting winger. Really bad. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Go. Built Go will help you break through your wall. It is the healthy replacement for your energy drink, but the energy is not fake. It's lasting and natural. And I can tell you from experience, it's a fantastic product to use before playing baseball, tennis, or even frisbee golf. Built Go comes to us all from the same people who brought us the world's fastest growing protein bar, Built Bar. It will help you break through your wall. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it every day with Go. It's easy to take in one and a half ounce packages, put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever, your golf bag to power through the back nine, or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market, plus it's natural, so it's better for the body. It comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. How does Built Go work so well? Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast. Plus, it's easy on the stomach. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 30% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. And so Anaheim is solving some problems in this draft we go to New Jersey next with Trey Matthews, host of Locked on Devils. You're on the clock. Oh, Jason, we talked about this a month ago, and uh, you still stuck by it. So yep. thanks. Now I got to change it up a little bit. I did. I okay. tried to make it easy on you. Well, you certainly did, and I'm surprised no one has picked this guy yet. So before I pick, make my pick, let's look at the first six – well, yeah, let's look at the first six games for the Devils. Five to four, seven to two, four to nothing, four to three. 3-0, 6 6-4, 0-6 to begin the year. We don't really need offense, in my opinion, because we have some young talent that can develop. We have Heizer, we have um, Hughes, we have Brock, Gusev. We have a lot of young guys to develop on our offensive end. I don't think getting goals is our problem. 
And I think with the duo of Mark Recchi and Lindy Ruff, I believe that our offense could come into fruition. Now, I'm going to take a huge risk, and, and honestly, I am stunned that you guys have not taken him off the board yet. I'm going to go with Jamie Drysdale. And the reason I go with Jamie Drysdale out of Erie, from the Erie Auditors, because he's a brilliant skater capable of quarterbacking a power play with ease and generating results both ways through the neutral zone. Uh, more of a playmaker than a shooter, Drysdale is adaptable first and foremost. He's going to make the best decision regardless, no matter the situation. He's the only defenseman in this year's draft with the clear number one defensive upside. If a defenseman was going to be selected for, like first, it was going to be Jamie Drysdale. And I feel as though he can really help our, uh, our team develop. Because if you look at our defensive uh, pairings of Mueller, Subban, Severson, um, all those guys, we have a lot of uh, old veteran players that honestly aren't going to be sticking by us for this, um, for this rebuild. So we need a young guy, a young defensive man. Now, we already picked up Riley Walsh out of Harvard. And uh, I hope that uh, he, he sort of, John, you should uh, vouch for me. I hope that uh, Riley Walsh becomes what Adam Fox is for the Rangers, because who is in charge of the Rangers uh, defensive scheme? Lindy Ruff. Sure. And Adam Fox is uh, what, what Adam Fox is carrying that sorry defensive unit, isn't he, John? If, if I right or wrong? I mean, he's the shining star of the unit. There's some other guys that I feel pretty good about, but right now, yeah, Adam Fox, he's the guy you want to build around there. Yes, I'm right. And, and who is um, – now, I forgot to say this. Adam Fox, Riley Walsh, teammate. So I think Riley Walsh will uh, be good. But we need more young defensive men. And I am going with Jamie Drysdale. I thought it would be super unlikely he would fall this far to number seven. I'm surprised none of you have picked him. What? I, okay, Lafreniere was uh, all, all there. Raymond, Quinn, Holtz, Drysdale, hello. You need defense to win games. And uh, this is why one of the reasons why we're all in this situation is because I think our defense sucks. So that's my man. That's who I'm going with. Well, Trey, you, you make a good point talking about how you're surprised the defenseman hasn't gone. If a defenseman doesn't go in the top five, in this draft, it'll be the first time since 2003. So 17 years straight, a defenseman has gone top five. And uh, getting Drysdale there is great. But if you said offense isn't the problem, wouldn't you think Jake Sanderson might be a bit better in his own zone? Okay. I, I was looking at Jake Sanderson. He was on my list, along with Alexander Hulse. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Jason. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um, so, yeah, Jake Sanderson is definitely uh, on the list of, you know, a left defensive man who did really well for the USHL. But the thing is, his range can go from 7 to 16, mm -hmm. according to um, allaboutjersey.com. So, whereas Jamie Drysdale, his window is much smaller. So, it goes from 5 to 8. So, you know who's going to be the better player. And I, if, if I have to choose, if, if, if it's life or death, gun at my head, I'm choosing um, Jamie Drysdale, honestly, because I feel, I feel like his window is small. I feel like uh, he's more likely to win a Norris trophy. I think he could win a couple of them. And Jake San Sanderson, is just, it's just two up in the air. He could go from seven to 16. That's a huge, huge gap. I would say Whereas it's probably more likely that Sanderson stays a top four defenseman for longer, but I think Drysdale in his best years will have much better numbers than Sanderson. Like I see right. Sanderson's more like your Ryan McDonough where Jamie Drysdale could be like a Drew Doughty in terms of offensive production. 
I will defend the pick here for, for New Jersey as well is that, uh, you know, you just brought up kind of the range of where Drysdale was supposed to go as well as Sanderson. Sanderson is kind of a wild card in this draft. And I think that if he goes in the top 10, it really helps the wild out. Definitely. Um, as would Jack Quinn. But the, the big thing is here is that, uh, with Sanderson, I still think he's going to be a very, very good defenseman, but with Sanderson, I think you could potentially trade down. So if you're going to pick at seven, you maybe pick more of the sure thing with Drysdale. And if you're going to settle for, and this isn't settling, but if you're going to go for Sanderson, maybe that's an opportunity to trade down, maybe acquire another pick, maybe get another player out of the deal. And, and then maybe pick Sanderson, maybe a little bit later, maybe after the top 10. Right. And, um, Jake Sanderson uh, out of um, what's he out of University of North Dakota? Yeah, going um, in as a freshman this year. Right, um, you know he recognizes appropriate times to join the rush and pinches an opposing winger as well. You know, sealing off pass options along the boards to prevent breakouts. Uh, but you know, I just I'm, I'm just a little hesitant of him being able to do it at the high level because. Like I said, I'm sticking with the ranges going from seven to 16. That's a huge gap. That's a huge, that, that means he's either a top 10 pick or he's just like a whatever who, who will just become like, you know, just fall out in the league in like four years. If I'm being honest. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with Drysdale. All right. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will have part two of our mock draft tomorrow. Definitely tune in for that as well. The hosts of Locked On Sabres were not able to join us for the mock draft, so I actually uh, represented the Sabres and made their pick at number eight overall. So come back for that as well as some other general draft talk and some hockey talk as well, including the Rangers uh, sending Mark Stahl and a second-round pick to the Detroit Red Wings for future considerations. We get into that a little bit as well. But, yeah, definitely come back tomorrow. A bunch more good hockey content coming for you guys, and definitely tune back in throughout the week. We're going to be talking again about how the Rangers do in the draft this season. So looking forward to all that. Thanks again for tuning in. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, it's LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time.